Hello and welcome to the Rob Burgess Show. I'm of course your host, Rob Burgess. On this, our 90th episode, our returning guest is Mallory Willits-Gakpo. You first heard her on episode 7 and episode 47 of the podcast. And if you haven't heard those episodes, you should probably go back and listen to them before starting this one. In her first appearance, she told us about meeting her now husband, Wisdom, in Ghana. In her second appearance, Mallory left for a 10-day visit to Ghana on January 20th, where Wisdom still lived at the time. During her visit, Wisdom had his meeting at the American Embassy to see if his visa would be approved so he could come to America. Before Mallory left, I asked her to record some thoughts and feelings during her trip using the voice memo app on her iPhone. In this, her third appearance, we talked about her American wedding ceremony and what it's been like for the couple since Wisdom arrived in America. And now, on to the show. Hello? Hey, Rob. This is Mallory. Sorry I missed your call. I had to step out really quickly and lost track of the time. No, no, it's okay. You're at work, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, don't apologize. You're you're on, <laughs> you're on uh, I'm sure, a short leash there, and if something happens, you should probably, like, step away, so it's no problem. <laughs> so, um, but thank you for coming back on the show again. I appreciate it. Not a problem. I'm excited to be back. Thanks for welcoming me back. Oh, absolutely. Um, so... A lot has happened, and, and I'll have reminded people at the beginning here that you've been on twice before, so the first time was before you had went back to Ghana. Uh, episode two with you was in Ghana. You recorded some things on your phone for us, and that was a really interesting episode. But now we're on the you know, return back to America with your husband. So, um, I think, uh, maybe, uh, where, wherever you want to pick up the last time, the last time people heard from you, you were leaving Ghana and your husband had been approved to come with you. So. Yeah. A lot has changed. It has been a, gosh, I mean, it has been 10 months now since he moved here, which is crazy. It's gone by really fast. Um, so it's probably been about, 11 months since I was last on the show. Um, But basically, life has just been about adjusting and getting him to adjust to the culture. We had um, an American wedding um, quite a few months after he moved here so that my family and friends could be a part of that and get to meet him. And less than a month after he arrived, we had a welcome party for him so that he could get introduced to the American culture and people welcomed him and uh, brought him into the family and then of course we took him to Waycross for family camp we got married at Waycross so a lot a lot has happened Uh, we went on a honeymoon so we've been traveling and kind of getting to do new experiences together and I'm getting to introduce him to new things that he's never done before. Like tomorrow we're going to Christmas at the zoo, so we'll see how he likes the cold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wasn't there a video you posted of him uh, making snow angels in the... Yeah, Yeah. it was... It was an attempt at making snow angels. (laughs) 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 But, you know, that's something that, you know, you don't think about that uh, when you're, you know, from places like this, but obviously when you come from somewhere else, those type of things that you take for granted are very, you know, out of the ordinary, you know, so. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, And it's not only taught him things, but it's taught me things too. And something I guess I tell people, Mostly is, you know, you spend, when you're going through the immigration process, you spend so much time excited and focused on 
the process and ready for it to be over. But you kind of forget the challenges that come after the process and all the adjustments and changes. And, and for him, I mean, he picked up his life and literally moved to a totally new place with the only person he knows being me. I mean, that, that in itself is life changing um, and quite a bit of culture shock. So yeah, it's been, it's been a journey, but a fun one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so you guys had your first Thanksgiving together uh, just recently, right? We did. Um, he thinks we eat way too much here, (laughs) (laughs) but yes, we, we did have our first Thanksgiving here. Um, and he's learned what it, feels like to be totally stuffed to where you have to like be rolled out of the room (laughs) (laughs) right and uh let's not breeze past your honeymoon because i saw the pictures from that and that was that was looked pretty amazing uh where'd you guys go it was wonderful we went on a seven day caribbean cruise Mm. um it was kind of a joint effort as far as where we wanted to go. He had always dreamed of going to Jamaica because the culture is very similar um, to his in Ghana. There's, he just really likes the vibes in Jamaica. He's never been, but he's just always wanted to go and have some friends that um, are from there that he's met in Ghana. Hmm. Um, so I desperately wanted to go on another cruise. So I thought, well, why don't we just go on a cruise that goes to Jamaica? (laughs) So we went to Jamaica. Um, we went to the Cayman Islands. Um, and then we also went to Mexico, Cozumel, Mexico. Hmm. Well, that's, that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like I said, the pictures looked amazing. Um, but you know, uh, stepping back a little bit to just when he first came here, um, you know, you had previously been in something of a long distance relationship before that, and then all of a sudden you're with each other all the time. So, um, I got to think that was a pretty big transition for you guys. It definitely was. And, you know, I think the biggest thing that I wasn't prepared for, and I think it's probably fair to say that he wasn't prepared for either, is that, you know, it it was total role reversal. When you think about my time in Ghana, it was me being the newcomer. Mm -hmm. It was me being the one who didn't know how to get around necessarily, didn't know cultural norms, didn't know um, how to, like, kind of get the good prices at the market. And so he taught me all of that. And he was the one who really was my caretaker and made sure things happened the way that they were supposed to happen. And he taught me the traditions of his culture. Um, but something that wasn't really thought about because, you know, it's just not something you really, I guess, think about ahead of time is, we were totally going to reverse roles. I mean, now it was me being the person who was the one who knew everything and who knew how to get us around. Um, and that was challenging um, for both of us. You know, previously he was the one who had a job in Ghana and I did not. I was just a volunteer. When he first got here, he had to wait a while before he could get employment. So it was just me. Um, and so, you know, that, especially given his culture and normally, you know, what he's used to and him being the one who's working and running his own business and um, being the successful person that he is, that was a huge life mm-hmm. change for him. Um, and for me both, because it was kind of like, wait, hold up. When I'm in Ghana, usually you do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, 
now he couldn't do it. He didn't know how to do it. And um, I respect that, and I, I understand why he can't, but it was just not something that I don't think we were necessarily prepared for or who had thought through. Um, we certainly got through it, and it wasn't a problem. But it's just those things that you do, you kind of mm-hmm. take for granted when when you are so focused on immigration. You know, there's not a class for it. <laughs> they don't tell mm-hmm. you what to expect when, when they come to America. So... Yeah, and if, like, you guys were from the same country, either you're both from here or you're both from there, you know, at least, you know, you could, like, you, that would, there wouldn't be that uh, disconnect for, for him because maybe he could still right. have that role if you guys were right. both from there exactly. or, he, you know. It's it's harder because it's like you basically start from zero, it seems like, when you're an immigrant. You know, it doesn't matter exactly. what kind of, like, accomplishments or anything. The, the credits don't transfer for a lot of people, and it's, it's upsetting, you know? Exactly. And, you know, it's a hard role to be in because, you know, when you're being someone's significant other and their best friend and their biggest supporter, but you're also trying to, like, mentor them and teach them, in some ways it sounds like you're mothering them. Um, And it sounds like, you know, I know there's been times where it was kind of like, hey, be easy on me when I'm just trying to teach. But I don't like, you know, it's just like um, that's one of those situations where it's a sticky line where you're trying to figure out how can I help this person but do it in a loving way because I don't want him to get hurt or I want him to learn the culture and not um, be embarrassed or any, you know. Um, ever be put in a situation where people are going to treat him poorly. Um, and speaking of which, that has been a problem. He's been told at his work he can't read the Bible. He's been told lots of crazy things. Mm. So um, it has been an interesting ride for him. And so to figure out kind of like, um, I think people see him oftentimes as like they know that he doesn't necessarily know what is acceptable in the workforce here or what um, the rules are or what workplaces can do and what they can't do. And so they try and take him for granted, but they don't know his wife is kind of crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think people see immigrant and they see, you know, take advantage of, I can take advantage right. of this person because simply because I've been somebody, not an immigrant, of course, but I've been a traveler in other countries and I felt like a mark, you know, like kind of like, Oh, well, how can we get one over on this person? You know, they don't know exactly. what's going on right. and it's the same way here you know it's like how can we squeeze a little bit more out of these people because you know who knows dot 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 so exactly yeah so are, well what about that what about him is he had a, what kind of work can he do what type of work can you say what kind of work he does or would yeah, you rather so not say he, it's been it's been a little bit he started out initially when he first got here his first job was doing home health care he went and got certified as a home health aide. It was supposed to be just kind of like a companion where he sits and maybe takes him to the grocery or spends time with him, but not a whole lot of hands-on care. It wasn't supposed to be CNA work. Hmm. Um, but that's what it turned into. Um, he applied for a part-time job, but they were working him full-time hours. Um, and so it was just not a good fit. Uh, he left that job, ended up getting a job that he absolutely wanted to. He works at a car dealer now. Mm. Um, and he wanted to sell cars, but they said, you know, you need to start small. Um, why don't we just start you off with, um, 
you being in like the service department hmm. um, and taking in cars that need service. So he's a service attendant. Um, and then he also, he works two jobs. He also delivers pizza at Papa John's. Um, so he works really hard. His goal, what he really wants to do is drive for Uber or Lyft. Um, but you can't do that until you have your license for a year. Mm. So we're just kind of waiting, waiting game. Cause even though he's had his license in Ghana, um, you have to have it in the U S for a year before you can do mm. Uber. So. Yeah. And, you know, just from observing uh, foreign drivers, I think that they're a lot more actually attentive uh, to what's going on than American drivers. I think that's the biggest problem with American drivers, just having seen how people drive right. overseas. is like, you know, people have to watch out when you're in a uh, not necessarily a completely developed country. Uh, anything could happen, you know. So, right. like, your, your eyes are peeled, but, like, people here just weaving in and out and not even looking and looking at their phones and everything. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I would think that's actually like a better way to learn how to drive, you know, in a more dangerous he, thing, you know. Exactly. I think that he uh, actually is probably a better driver than most of the people. Here. <laughs> because, right. Because he, um, you know, it is a high traffic there, you know. Mm -hmm. A lot of people in a small area, there's a lot of, like, bumper to bumper, weaving hmm. in and out of cars, trying to, um, it's the kind that makes you want to grab the, like, uh, hold on handle, I'll keep it <laughs> so appropriate, um, but, but, um, yeah, so I think that, um, you know, he he definitely is more skilled in that way. Like, he mm -hmm. could drive in Chicago or Atlanta or wherever mm -hmm. and not be, like, stressed. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Um, okay, so uh, I asked my wife, uh, like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about her wedding. What what do you, as your woman, what do you want to know? Like like, cause I I feel like whenever I talk to like a family member about somebody's wedding and I relate it to my wife, she's like, well, didn't you ask this? And I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, what color was the thing? But like, um, you know, what when you were uh, growing up, how did you picture your wedding and how did it compare to what? you know, what actually happened. Because you've actually had two ceremonies now. You had one in Ghana, and you've had one here now. So that's something that a lot of people don't do, unless, I guess unless they do a destination wedding on purpose. But I absolutely have. So I have been very blessed to have two because I have gotten two cultures out of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I... I got the Ghanaian culture in our first wedding and got to have all his wonderful loved ones and family and friends there um, that are now my family and friends and got like just a piece of what weddings there are like and with the rich um, Ghanaian music and African wardrobes and um, just uh, kind of the upbeat, fun and welcoming community that Ghana is. It's kind of like there aren't invitations. It's just like, oh, you're walking by? Come on in. <laughs> um, and so we got that. But then I also got the wedding that I honestly always wanted um, here in America. And so I have, I really couldn't sit here and tell you anything that went differently than what I planned. I have been going to Waycraft since I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. And since I got on staff in 2008, I always told 
the executive director, please, please, please consider letting me have a wedding here. I would always plant that seed with him. And he wasn't sure. He wasn't sure. And finally, when the time came, um, I just asked. And I said, you know, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll be flexible with my date. Um, whatever I need to do, I'll make it happen. Um, I just, this is what I want. This is my dream. Um, I wanted the wedding in the outdoor chapel. We w- rebuilt the cross because it was a little bit broken. Mm. Um, however, the weather did not cooperate, and it was very cold. And for the sake of being mainly nice to my husband, but also nice to my guests, <laughs> I moved it inside to the indoor chapel. Mm. Um, but it was beautiful. It didn't matter. Um, we got pictures outside still, and honestly, it was just a perfect fall day, and the pictures looked gorgeous. Even though it was cold, you would have never guessed it. Um, and then we had the reception at the retreat house, and we opened it up to where people could book rooms to stay there. A lot of people drove from far away. So um, after the reception, we had a bonfire. So I got out of my wedding dress, and we went out and sang Waycross Camp songs and uh, had a good time. So it was just it was really perfect. Mm. Um, I I really did get the dream. <laughs> well, good. Um, but uh, you know, in Ghana, of course, your friends and family weren't there for the most part or at all, right? I mean, that was pretty much just you. That's and, right. yeah. Nobody was there that I mm. um, that was from America. No. Nope. Mm. Wow. Did you know at that time that you eventually would have uh, this this in, in, in America? I mean, I guess you still yeah. were wondering whether or not, you know, of course he could come over or whatever. Right. But, like, assuming that happened, was that always the plan for you? Yeah, so for me, it was kind of like I, I really – wisdom didn't carry their way. He would have been fine with just one mm-hmm. wedding. Um, but for me – it was really important to me that I had a wedding that my family and friends could be at. And that mm-hmm. was kind of part of the deal is if we're going to have a wedding there, if we're going to go ahead and do the wedding here rather than just go to the courthouse and do paperwork or whatever, um, then I want to make sure that we have one here. And so many people who go through immigration, um, I feel like so often they get busy in their normal lives mm-hmm. and, life picks up and they forget about the wedding that they wanted Mm -hmm. um, and it never happens. Mm -hmm. Um, I know quite a few people like that, that, you know, it's just like they had their wedding in the other country and then it kind of fell through on this side. Um, So that was something that I was just, as soon as he got here, I was like, let's get to planning. Let's go get the dress. Let's go do everything that we need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't convinced that I was going to be able to have, the wedding that I wanted in the sense of being able to have that Waycross in. But I was convinced I'd have something. I just didn't, I, I didn't know that it would work out as great as it, um, as it did. But yeah, that was kind of our always part of the plan is to do both. Mm. Um, and I think it, for us, it makes it that much more special. Everybody always asks, well, which one's going to be your anniversary? Mm. <laughs> like, Why do you have you to know, choose, you know? <laughs> well, and that's, it's funny because that's exactly what I say. I'm like, you know, I feel like both are so equally important mm. um, because one, you know, we weren't living together yet. We didn't really have the full, we weren't sharing bills or sharing, you know, didn't have to live as I guess most people would say the traditional married life of being under the same roof and all of those things. Um, 
And, but it was the start of our journey, and that, that's really when things, the immigration process started for us and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, you know, it's kind of like our start here. So we're going to celebrate them both. We can kill. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> What's another, any reason to celebrate and eat food? That's what I say. He yeah, says I yeah. like to eat, but what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, he cooks a fair amount, right? I mean, that's part of what he does, yeah. right? I mean. he does. Yeah, he does. Sometimes he likes to make a uh, Ghanaian food, though, and I, uh, I can eat it sometimes. It depends what it is he's making. <laughs> Wait, did you uh, did you eat the lamb? Or weren't you posting about him like making some lamb or something? Oh, he makes goat. Sorry, goat. Can, yeah, goat. And I can I cannot do it. I can't, you can't do it. It's goat. really good. No, goats are goat my is friends. Really good. I know. <laughs> Everybody keeps saying that, but like for me, that's like eating my dog. Like I, can't, <laughs> I just can't. I can't bear it. Okay, well, <laughs> since you put it that way, I guess I can see what you're saying. But um, <laughs> so uh, you know, you were uh, I know also debating whether or not you should change your name or what you should change your name to. Um, you know, this has some other uh, cultural implications because you know the last name that you. Uh, are taking or would be taking on is you know very different from the culture which your first name is derived from so it's it's uh, right. kind of uh, a big it's a big change you know it's not like you're making it smith or something you know <laughs> right yeah um really the main reason why i wanted to hang on to my last name is my dad's deceased, um, and my last name is really important to me. In my mind, it's one of the only things I still have of him. Um, and so for me, that was really the part that I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can get rid of it. But I also knew how important it was to wisdom and his culture for me to take his last name. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we ended up doing, or I'm working on doing, um, is I am actually doing a legal name change to where I'm going to totally drop my middle name and make my maiden last name my middle name and then take on Wisdom's last name. So it will be Mallory Woolett Gapo. What What is your middle name now? Christine, and I really could care less about it. <laughs> Why did your parents pick it, though? Uh, well, apparently it was like some grandma or something. You're not familiar with this person, I assume. Like, no. It was like a, it was like a, like a great relative. Sure. It wasn't somebody that was like sig- significantly like important, like a godmother. Right, right. Well, no, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, you, you have, uh, you know, memories of your father. You don't have memories right. of this person necessarily. Christine, so, yeah. Sure. My mom probably just liked the way it sounded quite honestly (laughs) I'm sure Christine was a lovely lady (laughs) but I uh, but I understand what you're going through because my wife uh, struggled with that decision as well because of course she had a um, middle name before she was married also and she didn't necessarily want to just chop it off but no I think she might be thinking about doing what you're doing so um yeah, that's that's a big change. Um, so, uh, are you uh, are you going? How is that transition going? Are you going in every day around like that? And um, how how are people accepting it? Um, so right now, I haven't started the legal name change process simply because I am working on my licensing exam, and in order 
to do my licensing exam, um, I need to have the same legal name that I have now mm. for social work, and then I'll go through the process once I get my license to get oh. all, everything kind of legally changed with it. Yeah, I didn't even think um, about that, yeah. But, like, I won't be able to test if I don't have the same name in which I applied, and that then I'll have to pay the application fee again and mm. everything else. So I'm just like, I'm not trying to mess with all of that. Um, additionally, I didn't want to have any issues when we traveled abroad with my passport not matching mm. and having to take other documents. So um, it's kind of a standstill until after come January, then I'll start really making the changes. But people that work with me, they try and say, hey, Mrs., and then they pause, and they're like, I don't know how to say your new last name that you're going to have. <laughs> so, <laughs> <I> just give up. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, i oh, sorry, I forgot to ask, what were the colors at your wedding? I'm going to... Oh, yeah. Um, so, we primarily stuck with gold um, and burgundy, but I had, like, accents of sage um, green or a succulent type green color mm. and a little bit of orange and red like for fall but Ooh. it was kind of a mod podge it was I wouldn't say it was <laughs> traditional by any means but sure. nothing I do normally is <laughs> <laughs> well cool well um, yeah so what are you guys doing for the for the holidays here besides the zoo is is you got anything special planned for for Christmas coming up um yeah so we're going he loves lights he gets so excited about the lights <laughs> and it makes my heart happy because it's like a child when they first see lights sure and he's seen lights before but not I don't think really to this full effect and so he's like when he's driving for Papa John to like stop on the side of the road and take a picture of a house and be like look what I saw tonight <laughs> and like you know how many of us like but he totally appreciates it but mm -hmm. how many people like and it's not like these houses that he sees that are like all out and have like the like the statues in their yard and the whole house split up it's just like a simple like gingerbread frame like house of just like the frame of the house lit up it's not anything crazy or <laughs> we are going to christmas at the zoo tomorrow we're going to newfield which i hear is wonderful. yeah yeah we're, we're gonna go to that we're going on sunday cool. to that um and then we're just gonna have Christmas with my family. So we're, we all, we will go to Christmas Eve mass. Of course, church is a big part of our family culture, and mm -hmm. um, especially a big part of Wisdom's culture. They normally bring in Christmas um, at church, similar to like our midnight mass, but they do that on the New Year as well. Mm. And we don't. Um, we celebrate other ways usually. So. Uh, <laughs> So I'll have to find if there's any churches with midnight masses. Mm. Um, but we will go to my brother's house probably and do some uh, opening presents and stuff, which will be kind of a new thing for him. Mm. Uh, and we will we always spend Christmas Eve on my at my mom's side, and then we'll spend Christmas Day at my stepdad's side. Um, we see my dad's great parents every single every single Sunday. We go eat with them, so I'm sure we'll see them at some point mm -hmm. as well. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, um, I wish you guys good luck in the future. I'm, I'm really happy that, you know, I was, I was so, uh, relieved when everything worked out and, and he got to come here and, you know, I'm just so happy that, you know, you guys were able to make that work. And, um, you know, I think, uh, a lot of people are, are rooting for you guys to keep, you know, having more success. So. Thank you so much. It, it, certainly it's been a journey and it's, it's been fun to have so many people um, excited for us and um, supporting us through all the changes and all, all the excitement at the same time. So cool. I'm sure there is as much more to come. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, great. Well, uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your work day to, to talk to me and uh, have a good rest of your night. Thanks. You too. Right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoy this podcast, there are several ways to support it. I have a Patreon account, which can be found at www.patreon.com 
forward slash Rob Burgess Show Patreon. I hope you'll consider supporting in any amount. Also, please make sure to comment, follow, like, subscribe, share, rate, and review the podcast everywhere it's available, which includes iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Facebook, Twitter, Internet Archive, TuneIn, and RSS. It really helps. The official website for the podcast is www.therobburgessshow.com. You can find out more about me by visiting my website, www.thisburgess.com. Until next time.